He's blonde and bitchin'. She's sporty and sassy. Together, they're perfectly imperfect. It's Jesse and Jenna's messy podcast. Cheers! <laughs> oh yeah. What'd you do? What'd you do today, Jenna? <laughs> oh yeah. Um. I went for a bike ride. I'm really tired. I went for a bike ride from downtown all the way down to Carleton University. Now, wait a minute. Oh, Carleton, like on Bronson. That is a quite a hike or a ride. Well, you just, you jump on the canal and you just head down until you like pass Dow's Lake, go down through the little park, and then you end up at Carleton. I didn't know that it was that close. Uh, how, so how long did it take you to get there? Um, I have no idea. What I'm getting at is like, how sore are your legs and should they be that sore for how long you were on your bike? <laughs> yeah, they're sore. They were already sore when I woke up this morning. But you'll never guess what I fucking saw on my bike the other day. What? I almost killed myself pulling a U-turn on the canal. Um, oh. I don't know if you know by TD Place, and for those who don't, have, don't, have, don't know Ottawa, that's not going to matter to you at all. But there is like a pond off of the canal. So those that don't know, the canal is disgusting. It's gross. People don't ever swim in it. Yeah. But there's a pond off of the canal, and I saw some woman letting her child swim in it. The pond off of the canal. That is, that's not safe. Now you know why you go to these gross ponds and you see these signs that say swimming not allowed? Because people are actually that dumb that they would swim in a murky pond. Do you remember in high school we had to do the ecosystem experiment and go to a pond and collect a water sample and then for like a month we would watch shit grow in this jar? Swamps and ponds are not for swimming. And you wondered why we'd end up with stories about people getting t things swimming up their urethra. Well, yeah, this is Ottawa's version Parasite. of Florida. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, you could get it. Yeah, no kidding. Oh, I didn't even think of that. Wow. I, I just, I couldn't believe it. So I pulled this U-turn and I started to videotape it. You can check it out on my Twitter, quick plug, Jenna T-M-O. But, and then I was like, so I'm like, I got to record this. But then I was like, I don't want to be a creepy adult recording a kid swimming right now either. Oh, so I just got like a pretty quick like snippet of it, but you have to, I couldn't believe it. Oh, I can't believe that. Did you, were you tempted to go up to her and be like, listen, bitch, I'm calling CAS? <laughs> no, I was about to be like, excuse me, do you know that it's extremely unhealthy to be even putting your hands and playing in this water? But that's not what they were doing. This kid was swimming like up to the neck. Yep. Fully swimming, doing little laps back and forth. Wow. You know, there are some swimming pools I won't even go in if there's like a stain on the tile at the bottom. Like, I couldn't imagine. <laughs> you know, that's really, that's not a good mom. Well, I mean, I'm not going to mom shame, but like, just, you know, if you, if you aren't going to let your kids swim in the canal, don't let them swim in the pond off of the canal. I wonder what her logic is. See, now this isn't even what we're supposed to be talking about, but I'm really perplexed about this because I wonder if she was like, well, you know, like the idea, what, so like let kids play with dirt and eat dirt because it builds their immune no. system. <laughs> I think that, that she just has no clue. Maybe, you know, maybe she does come from a country where you swim in ponds. Or maybe she's Ooh. from like the prairies where all they have is ponds and they swim in them. It's pretty yeah, yeah I, I don't know. And there, in, in her defense, there are no signs that say swimming is not allowed. 
Oh, maybe she's after a lawsuit. I thought of that, Jesse. I really did. She wants to sue the city. Yeah. What way to play with your kid's life for a buck? <laughs> yeah, why don't you get in the pond and swim yeah. around? Yeah. Well, it's back to bad mom. See, I'll mom shame for you. <laughs> Next time I write down, I'll see her doing an aqua size class in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really, it's me. Well, she didn't die. <laughs> so, you, well, you, you are seeing some things on your bike then, eh? Oh, yeah. Seeing lots of things. You know what? Ottawa is really, really beautiful. If you follow the canal all the way to Dow's Lake, like the whole distance of the skate or whatever, it's really pretty. Are you just fine? don't look at the water. Just don't look at the water. Well, better here than in New York. It's all relative. In New York, you look at the water, you see a body floating. Montreal, you see a whale floating. <laughs> Every time I ride my bike down the canal, and it's becoming like an at least five time a week thing, I see a dead animal floating in it. Oh. <laughs> hey, better than a person. Right? I thought of that too today. I was riding my bike, and I was like, I wonder if they emptied it all the way would they find a body in there i wonder i don't think it's that deep though so like i wonder when they prepare it for the canal every winter for skating but they, they don't fully like go down the water I, yeah you're right they just add more and the weeds those weeds in the canal remind me of the things from uh, little mermaid <gasps> ursula's garden yes oh yes they're nasty those things I feel like if, a, if someone tripped and fell in, they would just go up, grab it, and bring it down, and you'll never find the body again. What are those things called? It's bugging me now. Her little I think they're like evil seaweed. <laughs> okay, let's go with that. So since you got your bike, have you found that like you're feeling more fit? and like Because you got it to exercise, right? Yeah. And you know, I think I'm doubling up on my exercise because I'm riding my bike, and you know me. If anything, I do have very strong legs. Mm-hmm. So I'm riding my bike and I'm like, okay, why is everyone passing me? Oh no. So I think because my bike is so old and like it's starting to rest in certain areas, the brakes don't disengage. So they're kind of creating friction and I'm like double time like pedaling. Are you, have you changed your gears? Have you tried that? Yeah. And it only changes to like two different gears. So mm. I need to go and get it all fixed up and stuff, but it's getting me from point A to point B and yeah, I feel good. My butt feels tight. Well, it's, you know, I know you're on me to get one and I'm still thinking about it because the, every phase, the gym isn't mentioned, right? Like, right. gym ain't opening, but we can go sit on a patio but can't go to the gym because that's healthy. Since when are you going to compare, complain about sitting on a patio? Well, I'm not, but I'm just saying, if you're going to open the patios, come on, you can't open you, the gyms. You could have picked some other things to pick on. Don't pick on the patios, Jesse. Well, what else is so recreational? You can go get your hair done. Well, I've already been doing that. <laughs> and so have you. Right. But you were in BC. Well, I'm curious to see how, because you've experienced a lot of it in BC, right? So we'll see if how Ontario matches up. Yeah, and we'll see in two weeks too because of the massive protests, right? There was a lot of people in the same area. So we will see what happens. And I think we talked about this before. I can't remember with with which guest that was, but... I think it'll be crazy if it doesn't spread because then I think there's going to be a lot of questions people are asking. Which I've been reading about this and the flip side to that is this is how viruses go. So it goes away, like it goes dormant for a while and that's why they say it might come back in the fall or winter stronger. So all these people that are going to be like, oh, see, the protesters didn't catch it. It's a hoax 
are going to believe that when really the virus would have gone away naturally right now as a little slump anyway. The problem is, is in society, we expect immediate results and immediate answers, and we're not going to have that. So there's going to be a lot of people mad if it does go dormant and they'll be like, I lost my business because of this. Why did we shut down our economy when, you know, this was something that was going to come and go, you know? Which is not right by any means because things take time, but I can just see it now. People are already angry. It's true. And they all expect the government to have the answers, but the government's just figuring this out like the rest of us. So it's a really tough thing. Because only time will tell. There's no answers right now. Nada. I was watching Doug Ford talk about the reopening and someone posed him that question about how come cops aren't fining protesters and stuff for breaking social distancing, but then some restaurants that went against it and opened their patio are hit with $1,000 fines. And Doug, I've never seen him be like, hamana, hamana, hamana. He didn't have an answer, because what are you going to say to that? Right. You can't say, well, I hate the protesters, and I think that's wrong, because obviously that's extremely important. Although I do think it's like in the charter of like human rights in Canada for peaceful assembly. So, you know... There's, I mean, let's just, everyone chill. Everyone yeah. chill out. They're obviously going to fight that fine. And especially because they're open now, like only a week after or a few days after the incident happened, maybe they'll be more lenient. So everyone just yeah. needs to fucking chill. Good message. Ooh. You know, I never thought that message would come from Jenna Mo, but here we are, 2020, can't get any weirder. I'm a tightly wound person. And this shit, I'm telling everyone to breathe and chill out. You have, you're right. You have to. Yeah. Oh, so one of the people we want to help breathe and chill out is our listener letter writer. <laughs> we haven't had one for a while. A couple weeks. Yeah. People. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you got it there. All right. Yeah. Sorry. I can't see your face right now, Jesse over zoom. So I didn't okay. know if, if you gave me the wink, like go ahead or yeah, go ahead. I'll be quiet until you're done. Okay. It goes, Hey, I just want to thank you for keeping me sane during the quarantine. It's always nice to escape reality and laugh with you guys for an hour. I'm a healthcare worker and you've really helped with the stress. Thank you, healthcare workers. Yes. I wish we were still in like a studio and stuff where we could have sound effects that we could drop whenever we talk about healthcare workers. What would you want to play? Like an ambulance siren? (laughs) Or just like a round of applause. Oh, like... Yay! I so right. wish we had that because you're right. Whenever we have a guest and I introduce them and we have to be like, woo, it feels so fake. I wish we could have a sound effect. Crowd goes wild. Anyways, okay. Here's what's going on with me. My husband and I, we're both still working, invited our friend to move into our basement after they lost their job due to the pandemic. Oh, these people are really nice already. It's, uh, it's been nice having someone else around. He comes up for dinner most nights, and we enjoy winding down with him at the end of the day and having a few beers. No, this isn't getting sexy, Jesse. <laughs> Damn it. I was so excited. I thought, that was one of my first thoughts. When she said he comes up for dinner, I thought, oh, here we go. <laughs> she goes, it's been close to three months, and it doesn't look like the industry he works in is going to rebound anytime soon. Even with Ottawa slowly opening up, he works in concerts and big events. Amen. Oh, I feel you, dude. Uh, so it's a long road ahead for him. We don't mind sheltering him while he looks for another job, but I was wondering if it would be wrong for me to ask him to start doing some work around the house. I do most of the cleaning and cooking, but I work long shifts and my husband works while finish- 
and my husband works while finishing up his master's. Is there a tactful way to ask him to help out? Am I taking advantage of our situation? I don't want to assume he will help, but I really could use the help these days. Thanks and keep up the good work, MR. This is like the most Canadian <laughs> letter I have ever heard. She's worried to offend him, to ask him for help when she is literally sheltering him and giving him a place to live for free. Oh my God, I didn't even think of it that way. You're right, that is very Canadian. But, but maybe, and I don't know whether you had a change of tone in your voice, but I was like, is she got a little crush? I like, what kind of work does she want to watch him do? Mm-hmm. Like work on the car, get all greasy and hot and sweaty? No, Jesse, get out of your world. In order to give other people advice, you need to leave your world for a second. Well, she could be horny. Those <laughs> wives need love too. Not every one of our letters are horny letters. I think she genuinely is a really nice person and feels like an asshole asking him to help her, you know, clean or vacuum or maybe paint the house. Shit, if I was housing someone for free, I would be asking him to build my fence, paint it, plant my new rose bushes. I would be telling him to do everything without feeling a little bit of remorse because, I mean... You're helping him out majorly. If you're his friend, you're helping him out in a hard time. Yeah. He can help you out. And that, and you would ask him to do all those things after two hours, never mind two months. <laughs> right? So interesting, though, is, uh, yeah, she should not feel guilty after this long. But I wonder what, what kind of outlines were it placed on this at the beginning. Because this is one of those things where you think, oh, yeah, sure, it'll be a couple days. And all of a sudden now it's three months and you don't know how to undo what you've done. Right. It doesn't sound like she's annoyed and wants him out. It just True. sounds like she's like, hey, would it be wrong? Would I be an asshole if I was like, hey, do you mind vacuuming today? Like, I'm going to be really busy. We're both really busy. I think she just feels like she's going to be an asshole by asking that. And obviously, she's a very kind person. And that's probably why. Because I wouldn't feel like an asshole, but I'm not a kind person. It makes me think of my mom. Like, you know my mom, how she's so soft-spoken and, like, she would rather suffer than ask someone to do something like that, other than one of her kids. She'll scream at us. But, yeah, it's a very Ottawa mom-type vibe. She is from Ottawa, right? I think so. I don't know. And so what I was going to say is if she's Ottawa or if she's Canadian at all, that guy is getting CERB or CURB, whatever you're calling it, the Canadian Emergency Response Benefit. So he's got a little income coming in. What's stopping him from saying, here's 50 bucks? Right. But we, I mean, we don't know if he's like buying groceries or like whatever, right? I'm sure he's contributing some way, but when it comes to manual labor, that's different. I mean, you, you've lived with roommates before where you literally split everything, all payments, all costs, everything 50, 50 down the middle. And it's still hard to ask them, Hey, do you mind vacuuming? I vacuumed the past five times. You're right. I wasn't even thinking of it this way. I was thinking she was making him do these chores in exchange for rent, but you're absolutely right. Even if you live alone, you still have to do your own chores and you pay rent. Yeah. I think she doesn't want it to come off as that, that she is giving him rent for him to do chores. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it's unreasonable at all. Again, what pipes does she want him to plumb? that's where the ask would go sideways. 
Jesse, oh my God. I, good thing we aren't in person because I'd be smacking your legs saying, <laughs> stop going down that road. That road Mac is a dead end. Smack it you know, harder. <laughs> I, have a, I actually have a pretty decent idea, I think, because I knew a couple, a married couple that had one of their friends living in their house. And, you know, whenever you invite anyone to live in your house, or it's no different than when you were younger and you lived with your parents and your siblings, like you become a unit and the house is taken care of by everyone. And what did, did you ever have to, a chore jar when you were a kid? No, but I know where you're going. Why not do that? Be like, hey, now that you're going to be here for a little bit longer, be like, we're excited, we're happy, but we're going to start to split the chores because me and my husband do this all the time, lie. Yeah. And go, you know, we have this chore jar and we each pick. And then that way, once a week, you can do that. Your house is going to be nice and clean. Everything's going to be done. And make a punishment that if they don't do all the chores in the chore jar, you know, maybe that's, you have to give 50 bucks to the fun jar for beer. Yeah. And pizza. Or cleaner pipes. Oh, for <laughs> <sake>. <laughs> okay. That was my last one. <laughs> You're right. That's the best way. As always, there's unanswered things. Like, I wish we could hear from the guy because maybe the guy wants to help, but he's like, you know, some people are very particular about their homes and he doesn't want to overstep. But yeah, he could offer too and be like, hey, is there anything you need me to help with? You're right about that though, because I'm one of those particular people where I wouldn't want someone to help. Hey, I didn't mind that. After we made cookies, you wouldn't even let me help with the dishes. Right. Because I am particular and I know that and I'm just, it's going to bother me. Whatever you do, I'm going to fix once you're gone anyways. You redo it. True. I know a lot of people like that. So you better so do it only once. And, it, and she might be timid because she's already scared enough to ask him to do anything around the house. She might be too scared to like tell him like, hey, it's okay if you do that. You yeah. know? Oh, I'll just do it. Oh, I'll just do it. Oh, I'll just do it. Someone says that enough times eventually get into the habit of okay. just letting them do that mom yeah. we all worked with those people on group projects at school i love right. them <laughs> eventually you're like fine just do the whole project i don't care yeah 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 you know he kind of and i'm not saying this is the guy because we don't know what he's contributing but it kind of reminds me of people and i'm sure you know a couple right now that are out of work because of this but they're like just sitting on their ass not even trying to contribute to society or get back on their feet. And I've had conversations with some of them and I like jerkily suggest going to work at a grocery store. And it's like, Oh my God, no, like I could never go work at a grocery store. It's like, okay, then move on. Oh, to the how quickly we went for praising them at seven o'clock, not just healthcare workers, but also people working in grocery stores and gas stations, how quickly we forgot and go back to making it sound like it's a demeaning job by any means. Like ridiculous. You're so right. It's almost like the early days of it. I'm all oh, I shouldn't even make this comparison, but it's almost like the early days of like the gay movement when it's like, oh, I'm cool with gay people, but I wouldn't want my kids to be gay. Right. Seriously. That's so what it's like. You're not cool with gay people then if you don't want your child yeah. to be gay. Woo, know? grocery store heroes, but I wouldn't be one. Exactly. Exactly. You know, um, also too, what people need to realize those ones that are on curb right now is it's over in July and we're in June. So, you know, fill those positions up. I know they can use help. Like I see it at the grocery store myself. When this was first happening, they had tons of people out, like grabbing the buggies, sanitizing them now, like not really right. There's someone directing traffic, but that's about it. <laughs> yeah, you're right. 
I even Walmart has a now hiring sign on the front door. I just realized. Right. So my point is like, and I wouldn't necessarily want to go work at a grocery store either, but you and I both have had had now two years of like doing what we need to do to get by. And so I think that's really given us a sense of perspective that sometimes beggars can't be choosers. Right. Well, maybe if she asks him to do all of these chores, he'll get so annoyed. He does go out and get a little part-time job just so he doesn't have to be around all the time. Yes. Oh, sorry. I got to work. Can't clean the toilets. Right. But maybe he does want to help. And I think you just need to tell him and ask him and just like, you sound like a nice person. So be nicer than I would. And I'd be like, yo, you want to help out around here? No, <laughs> you can just be like, Hey, look, I'm not going to have time. Would you mind vacuuming today when you're at home? I don't think that's too much to ask anybody to do. No. And what's the laundry situation, right? If he's living there now, it's going on the third month. Is he doing I'm his sure own laundry? I'm sure he's doing his own laundry. I would hope. But like if then... You, do you do guests that stay at your house? Do you do their laundry? Oh, hell no. You do your own damn laundry. I'm not touching your dirty drawers. That's true. I wouldn't... You know I don't allow guests here. <laughs> There's no space. It's too small. <laughs> but you know, like when you go to someone's house or go away on a visit or whatever, like... You're not yeah. telling strangers to do your laundry. This isn't a B&B. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, that's sort of what I'm wondering is, does he think, like, if he is paying rent, and now he, in his mind, he's thinking, I'm helping them out with their mortgage now. They should be thankful. So, yeah, do my laundry. This no. is all part of the conversation that they should have had at the beginning. What kind of people do you hang out with? You? Okay, I would never do that. This stuff is all, I just, yeah, I think this is a situation of politeness. I think, I think he's right. too polite to ask. She's too polite to ask. So they've just been doing this dance because maybe for the first three months, it was more like he was like a guest. And now that he's going to be there for a long time, because there's no idea when the big events are coming back or whatever, that now he's becoming a resident of that house. So now with residency becomes other, you know, things you need yeah. to do. There's definitely more to this story because obviously if he had to move out of his home, like at very early, there was already issues there, you know, like whether he made so much he couldn't afford to pay the mortgage anymore or. Yeah. But at know. the same, or like he didn't own a house, he was renting and he lost his job and his friends were like, why don't you move in with us and just save while you're laid off so that if your job doesn't come back here, you you'll have some money saved. Well, those are good friends. <laughs> right. Like, I, if I had an extra room in my basement and my friend was laid off, I would definitely do that. Here, just stay here for a while, help out with groceries and stuff while you're here. And, you know, until you can get on your feet and save some money, because we don't know what the long-term effects are going to be of this economy. Yeah, not good. What's happened, right? So I think we need to support. Isn't that what friends are for? That's what friends are for. Good song. But it's true. What, isn't that what friends are for? Are they there to help you and like help you in the hardest of times and be there to enjoy the best of times? And you know, you made me think of something because uh, a good friend, you want to be able to have a relationship like us where if I wasn't pulling my weight, you could say, Jesse, pick up your socks or vice versa. Right. But some friends aren't like that. And even though you say you'll tell your friend when they gain weight, when they gain weight, it's hard to tell them. Right. Uh, is that the Canadian politeness? I don't know what that is, but... Um, People, I think, respect the friends that just say it like it is. Real Housewives, sidebar, we're just talking about this, New York, because Ramona told, um, what's her name, Sonia, that she, she was struggling to do up her jeans. And Ramona's like, I think you should maybe think about losing a few pounds there. 
<clears throat> maybe she shouldn't have done it on camera, but Sonia flipped out. But then the next day was like, I really want to thank you for telling me that because none of my other friends would have the balls. Um, and who really needs to tell her that when her jeans won't button up? <laughs> Your jeans are telling you that. <laughs> yeah, but you know what I mean? It's like that thing where you always say your friends could be honest with you, but some people find it hard. They're not all as abrasive as we are. I went to try on some uh, jean shorts the other day. Let's just say I have taken them out of my closet and put them deep, deep down inside of a hole because they couldn't button up properly. Oh, no. So yeah. mad. So you understand, Sonia. <laughs> yeah, that's why I jumped on that bike and I try to bike every day now. Oh, well, I'm sure you're not alone. That's for sure. Final verdict for what was her name again? Sorry. MR. Did she put her real name and you're just being nice? Because I wonder if I know who this is. I know a girl named Melissa Ryan. I no, well, no, she didn't sign it. And we're supposed to keep people anonymous. So. Oh. <laughs> uh, but it's not that person. What did you just say? Melissa well, you want me to Ryan? repeat your name? Melissa Ryan. I went to high school no, with her. I haven't her. talked to her since high school, but I just wondered. It's not her. It's not Hi, her. Melissa, if you're listening. And we will, I will maintain your anonymity. <laughs> so will I. No, you won't. <laughs> this is why you get the letters and this is why you read them, except for the odd occasion. Right, exactly. Gosh. Uh, final verdict is just say something. When you're having drinks, just say something. It's, it, if you guys get in a fight over that, then your friendship sucks. Yes, I agree. And uh, yeah, it'd be interesting to hear if he does feel entitled and that he shouldn't have to help out, then I'm sure you'd want to know that too. And I think a good approach for you, <laughs> rah, rah. <laughs> as I shake my fist, is to go with the chore jar. Because it's not yeah. as in-your-face abrasive as I want you to do this. It's like, okay, well, now that you're going to be staying here for a while, you literally use these words. For a little while, uh, it's time for you to put your hand in the chore jar, la, 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 and make it fun and make it like a little get-together where you have beers and everyone. And then you'll have less chores to do each, too. Like, you're sharing the load now with three people. That's true. That's true. <laughs> He probably, and I just wanted to add one more thing, is that he may feel awkward about it because he didn't expect to be here this long. So if he brings up helping with chores, it might give you the wrong idea that he thinks he's there for the long haul and he doesn't want to overstep in that way either. So right. it comes down to communication. Chore jar, chore jar, chore jar. I think that's a good way to do it. All right. Well, you can send your emails to <laughs> Jesse and Jenna's Messy Podcast at Gmail. Dot com. I promise I will keep your name a secret. And I promise to let Jenna make me shut my mouth. Always. <laughs> I will do my best, man. I've been working on it for years. It's hard <laughs> to keep your mouth shut. Well, um, uh, what do we have coming up on our podcast? Coming up, da -da 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 -da, Friday, another Cocktails, Comedians, and Quarantine with your friend... Cassie Cow. Cassie Cow, not like Moo Cow, C-A-O. Um, she's a big deal. She's been part of Just for Laughs New Faces, which I've been trying to get on for five years. They still won't talk to me. So I'm excited to talk to her about that. Um, and she's got, she's Asian like you. Yeah, well, now she's Chinese, I believe. But yes, she is Asian and she is a full Asian. Yeah, sorry. 
so many, so many like distinctions within the the racial communities. I'm sorry. Yeah, but you but know what I meant. She's also very vocal with the Black Lives Movement, uh, what? Matters Movement, and so I'm sure we're going to touch on that, especially you know, right yeah. now. So. Well, then we're going to go deep into that next week because we've got uh, a comedian and activist. His name is B Black. And yes, he is black, but that's also his last name. And he's going to join us to talk about BLM. He's really fighting the fight with that. So um, he's going to break it down for all of us. So, yeah, we've got some fun and exciting stuff coming up. Whoop, whoop. And then, oh, I don't even want to, then just wait. For anybody that grew up in the 90s or early 2000s, we have a guest that's going to knock your socks off. I'm not even going to tease it because what if it falls through? You know how that goes, Kirstie Alley. Um, but she did come through eventually. <laughs> so just there's a little tease. If you were into 90s and sitcoms in Canada, woo-hoo. <laughs> All right. A mess. All right. Have a good day, night, morning, whatever it may be for you. And, uh, Yeah, well, I guess we'll talk to you soon. Cheers! Cheers!